0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 80 of the Spoiler Cast. I'm your host. You thought it was Dan, but it was me, El Tristo! And I'm oh joined no. here today by Allie. Goodbye, Bad And our two newest Joe Bros, Dan. I'll make you cry like a baby, Joe! <laughs> and Barra. <Vera>. Oh, no! <laughs> No. <laughs> oh,
1: no! Oh,
0: my God! We haven't even gotten there yet, Son guys. of a
1: beach <laughs> Holy shit! Anyhow. Anyhow.
2: It, it, regardless uh, of which, it's iconic enough.
0: If you can't tell, uh, this is all one huge JoJo's reference. Yes, indeed it is a motherfucking JoJo's reference. Uh, this, today we're going to be looking at JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 1 phantom blood
3: yes we are
0: yeah now you may be asking what is the spoiler cast in this is your first time media well the spoiler cast is your occasional look at video games movies tv shows media in general uh the important thing is that we are going to spoil the hell out of it we'll be talking about it in its entirety or at least as far as we've gotten Thus far, in the case of JoJo's,
2: and by we he means Dan. Normally, and we would say I, that Ali, for at the end of the episode, but the end of well. the episode,
0: <laughs> right?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, uh, really quick, so Al- so Allie and I are long-term Joe Bros, um, but Dan and Barra, is their have just completed their first watch-through of Phantom Blood. And so we're going to be really letting them drive this discussion. Um, But before we get into that, does anyone have anything they've been playing that they would like to give a shout-out to?
3: No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I want you guys to take three guesses as to what I've been playing since we last got together. Uh, Final Fantasy...
2: 14?
1: No! <laughs> JK, that's a lie. I have been. <laughs> the summer event started uh, yesterday, so. I read an article
3: that said that final. it's never been a better time to get into Final Fantasy XIV via Polygon.
2: Nice.
1: Yeah, they, uh, they really beefed up what uh, the free trial can do for people, which is very nice. And also the big 5.3 patch that we've been waiting for for a long time finally dropped on a Tuesday and oh boy it was a doozy <laughs> I may have cried at least five times
3: did you end up getting up really early in the morning and playing
1: I definitely did not get up at 5.30 <laughs> in the morning to play <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about that's the sort of thing a
0: crazy person would do mm-hmm.
3: awesome have you been playing anything else or nope All right, then I'll take the floor and uh, say that I've been playing a bunch of PC stuff Nice. Um, mainly, lately I've been playing um, two things. Uh, Death Stranding. I picked it up on the uh, PC to try that out, and it's been it's been fun. I'm about as far as I was the last time on PlayStation, but I've been skipping all the cutscenes, so it didn't take very long. Um, and then secondly, I'm back in mainly because other friends of mine are playing it right now, so I'm joining up. But we're we've been playing. Uh, Okay, I lied. I've been playing three things because uh, I've been playing (laughs) Apex Legends again, which is, for those who don't know, is the Battle Royale game. Uh, I don't know who doesn't know if you're listening to this podcast as a regular gaming person. But yeah, it's a a, uh, um, Battle Royale from Respawn. Uh, Previously Infinity Ward folks put out Titanfall. Uh, It's been going on for a while, free to play, uh, but I've been really enjoying it forget how good and fun the movement is. Uh, I still do highly recommend anybody play it. And again, it's free. Uh, and then finally, the last thing I want to shout out is, speaking of things that are at least going free, Rocket League. I went back and I've been playing some of that with friends. Um, and it's been it's been a wild time. And, and the cool thing about Rocket League is it's cross-play. So I was playing on my PC with somebody who was playing on their PlayStation 4 with somebody else who was playing on their Switch. And I think it's just a great time to be a gamer if that sort of trend continues. I
1: love car soccer. Uh,
0: must be nice having fun.
1: friends. Has <laughs> anyone else been
0: playing anything interesting?
2: Uh, I've started Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, in many ways, there's two things. Well, one, the ma- major thing was is that uh, my girlfriend just like wanted to play, play it at my house again and also wanted me to play it. In um, way ways, so I could experience the horses, um, which are awesome. Uh, but another big recommendation was just from Dan talking about how it's a very slow and deliberate game, and it's done and how that that worked really well with quarantine. And yeah, it the game is not about speed. I mean, you can run fast, you can ride your horse at Swissia, but it's a lot. Of, everything is deliberate. It takes time. Um, it is not something that you rush through and it's feeling it's definitely i'm very curious as i go through the story about how it's using the medium of video games to tell a story because it's very much tell i mean i'm setting stuff people so and i haven't finished yet but it's like it's this game that is uh very much using the pacing and mechanics of a video game to tell a long interesting story that is takes a lot of uh from a lot of classic westerns like it's definitely cribbing a lot of stuff from Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid but a lot of the stuff that you're getting there a lot of the action and dialogue is happening as you yourself are riding your horse or you're just like or you, something happens and then you're just running to try to catch this train that you're trying to rob and it takes advantage of that all we had to, to just, do was follow the yeah. damn train CJ <laughs> well yeah I mean, but the thing too is that it's just like Thank it's you a lot for of, having me aboard your choo-choo. <laughs> I don't even know this reference, but to put a bow into it, it is pretty interesting that like a lot of times, games with great stories, you do great gameplay stuff and then you do cutscenes. And Red Dead is one of those things, like Manways Control, where a lot of the dramatic and story stuff happens as you are as you are still doing action. So, I'm curious to see what happens when I finish it some months from now and then I think Dan and I may be down to have us do a cast about it if, if you are down do oh hell yeah <laughs> I'm so down for that later <laughs> great great so yeah so that's what I've been playing uh, video game wise uh, in terms since we're doing anime stuff I will say that uh, on Ali's recommendation thank you Ali I have been watching Erased and uh, it is totally my thing of like in terms of like Scratching my sci-fi itch and my uh and uh in my in my crime and mystery itch, it's very very good. At least so far, I'm just at the beginning of it. We'll see how I react to the supposed controversial ending. But I've really liked that in terms of uh, in terms of anime time, and uh, and yeah, I'm just curious to see to see where it goes. And it's also last thing I'll say before I turn turn the floor over to Tri, uh to Tris is uh. I appreciate it when I watch anime where it's very clearly where you see a lot of the Japanese cultural stuff and that it hasn't been sanded away or obscured by other things like there is a lot of stuff where it's like this is clearly a Japanese show and uh I appreciate that because it's nice to see other cultures and stories that come from that and uh, are very based so yeah so that's what I've been playing and watching
1: I'm so happy that you're enjoying it.
2: It's so good. Thank you, Allie.
0: So, so moving on, the other thing I want to bring up before we really get our into, into our elbows here with JoJo's, um, Dan and Vera, you two are also just joining us fresh from another project.
2: Yeah. you'd
0: like to tell us about.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking and? we were going to do it at the end. <laughs> and... <laughs> but uh
3: yeah i mean we uh so if you're gonna put us on the spot like that tristan we oh do i have am a, we do have a new podcast uh it's very i mean i don't know i don't know how many people are coming to the jojo's podcast are also into baseball uh and masahiro tanaka but we have started a uh, podcast around baseball and through the lens of masahiro tanaka who is Barra's um favorite player favorite favorite pitcher at least um
2: he's my favorite player currently active for sure
3: we're doing it we're doing a bunch of we're doing an episode after every one of his starts so if you're a uh, yankees fan or a red sox fan because i'm a red sox fan he's a yankee bears a yankees fan so we have a lot of fun banter there Mm -hmm. um baseball fan master tanaka fan it's a cool cast we're doing it uh it's a little shorter form these than these podcasts are it's a little more frequently but shorter um and we do it after every one of us starts. Bear, uh, sorry, I, I feel like I, I pulled the the rug out from under you. Why don't you uh, no, say a couple words,
2: D- Dan? I just finished talking a lot, so I wanted you to to do most of it. But uh, but yeah, I'm um, huge, giant. Uh,
1: <laughs> no, it's
2: it's important to balance. Believe it or not, I try to keep I try to keep that in mind, even though I'm still a giant blabbermouth. mouth. But no, I mean we're the thing all is so it, goddamn polite. I love you, Allie. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, I am a huge <laughs> We I'm are a all huge p- true gentleman. <laughs> yes. Uh, and just as thick. But in any case uh, I, wish, I, I wish I wish I was <laughs> Joe, Joe Star level, sadly. Um, but no, uh they, Masio Tanaka is definitely my favorite acting play, active player. He's just this wonderful pitcher and he's been always been a pleasure one of my favorite pleasures of following the Yankees seasons is following him pitch. And so yeah, just being to go on this journey with Dan where we do deep dive and break down into Tanaka starts and then use that as like this lens to take a look at what's happening in baseball in general is great, it's a lot of fun. And uh, kind of unexpectedly, like it was always going to be a focus on Tanaka and the Yankee season, of course, in stands of Red Sox uh, fan, we were gonna talk about Red Sox too, but this has also kind of been like the sub thing of it is like the Tanaka cast, looking at all things Masahiro Tanaka, and so- colon and the train wreck that is the Red Sox season at least so far. Like, uh, there's a lot of like looking at like, oh my gosh, like, I, I, I'm like, I'm a Yankees fan and I feel bad for the Sox at this point. It's, uh, it's no fun.
3: <laughs> <laughs> definitely a good first season to start uh if you're a yankees fan for the podcast but yeah um tristan you've been all but a gentleman uh, <laughs> and you, i think it's time that you told us what you've yeah. been what you've been up to exactly tris
0: i have been so so the one thing that i have s- started to kind of pick up in my spare time uh is fall guys ah which is so much fun. Ah, oh, nice. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's a battle royale game. But instead of a shooter or third person action fighter, uh, it is a third person battle royale game in the vein of Takeshi's Castle or Ultimate There's Ninja like Warrior. Criterion. What?
3: I don't know. I just heard I, something I, about Criterion. I did too. <laughs> no, it was just like a okay. Random so it's not just me. Then.
2: Yeah, no, it was just it was a random random thing from my phone that popped up. So, uh, but continue on, my friend. To catch it. Oh, yes. Um,
0: so Fall Guys is I think it, I think it tops out at sixty players, and there can be only at the end there can be only one, and it's set up as a series of sort of challenges. Slash obstacle courses. Uh, So you are trying to navigate these obstacle courses either as a team or as individuals with just a horde of other people getting in the way and like picking you up and throwing you out of the way. Um, It is super fun. Um, And when you are like nailing a level, it feels so good. Like when you're the first one to the end goal, and you turn around to just see like this horde of people struggling to get past, you're like, "Yes, I am king of the rock." And then you get knocked out by some bullshit in the next in the next challenge,
3: but that's okay. Tristan, you should have said something. I would, I totally get it. Isn't it free right now on PlayStation? I would have picked it up and
1: played played a few um, rounds.
0: I think it's still free. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I believe it's the one of the PS Plus games mm-hmm. for this month. Yeah,
3: so get it now. <laughs> well, I'm not going to get um, it right this second, but yes, I will. Right, I'm not get right it to second,
0: soon. but yeah, um, it has been pretty damn fun and free, oh. which is nice. Uh, so that's what I've been using as I've been whenever I take a break from uh, Fate Grand Order, <laughs> which yeah. I I finally finished. The third summer event. Like, they've had three events in the span of, like, two months, and I finally, like, finished all the content in the third one.
1: That's a so lot. Jeez Louise. Oh, yeah.
0: It's been just non-stop. Um, so uh, the event still has something like ten days left, so I'm like, oh, finally. Man, the story content is not going to have any idea what the hell hit it when I come back to it. <laughs> uh... Now, now, we talked a little bit about baseball. Barra, Dan, were you aware that baseball is a JoJo's reference?
3: <laughs> I wasn't oh no. aware.
0: All things are JoJo's references, which is what you will learn in time. But first, let's get going. So, for those of you who do not know and are listening to this because you listen to all of our stuff, thank you, our two friends, where are they, Barra?
2: Wait, so
1: Ypsilanti, Michigan. yep Yes, Ypsilanti. sorry, Thank I am playing. I'm Barra, now We have
2: yes, you're Barra now. I'm now far more attractive I'm Barra now. Happy. I have a beard
1: and i love hugs. And well, workers' rights. Tristan, workers Tristan is, rights.
2: is me.
3: Tristan is me. <laughs> Allie is Barra.
2: <laughs> so that makes you me. Oh jeez. Yeah. <laughs> also I get get hey Tris, how does it feel to be married now? <laughs> it's more beautiful than i all, ever imagined all of,
3: all of a sudden his, his mind just blows up <laughs> it's
2: like that scene in scanners just right. <laughs> wait wait i should talk though i'm i'm uh, uh th- that means i'm Allie now right right no well, no Dan is am. me. so wait who am i right <laughs> you're,
3: now you're you're tristan you're
2: tristan oh no yeah. i am so hyped but i love that house <laughs> and, I lo- and I love, and I love your parents. So this is not a bad deal whatsoever. I'm just going to get used to watching lots of episodes of Stargate together. <laughs> the Are best part is sure? my house does not like
0: you.
3: The best part is we're talking about JoJo, so this is like the least weird that this whole podcast is going to oh, get. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah,
2: Yay. But yes, oh, we have two whole li- listeners in Ypsilanti, Michigan, and they're wonderful, and they're doing great right now.
0: So for our two listeners in the Ypsilanti, michigan who just watch every episode and who have no idea what Jojo's Bizarre Adventure is
2: Yeah, they have no Jojo's clue. Bizarre... They've got another anime to watch.
0: Yeah. Jojo's Bizarre Adventure is perhaps the single most influential manga ever. It started in 1987 uh, by a gentleman by the name of Hirohiko Araki, who is probably an immortal vampire. Uh, and it hasn't stopped... Uh, for those of you who are, are unaware, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is split up into eight distinct parts, uh, and follows the bloodline of the Joestar family throughout different generations. This first part, t- termed Phantom Blood, uh, focuses in the eighteen in eighteen eighty England, and introduces us to one young Jonathan Joestar bestest boy and thick as a brick and his Dickensian feud with his adopted brother Dio eventually it gets into vampires and magical sunlight breathing karate and more musical references than you can shake a stick at It wears it. It Jo. There's a lot to say about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. What I'm just going to start with is uh, this part. This first part is very much horror action. Like it is definitely a kind of love letter to sort of gothic vampire tales. You know your your Bram Stoker
1: and um. Oh God, who wrote Camilla? Oh, uh I should know this, but I don't. Vamping, vamping. Yes, going to say. Vamping, 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 vamping. Because vampires. Because anyway, because Carmilla came out like, like
0: something like 200 years before <laughs> Bram Stoker. Joseph
1: Sheridan Le
0: There you go. Um very much a sort of hom- homage to that. Now, I guess, as we said at the beginning, Allie and I have seen basically all JoJo, sometimes multiple, some parts multiple times. So, Dan and Bear, I'm going to turn the floor over to you guys as newcomers and tell us about your experiences on this bizarre journey. This strange quest, if you would.
3: Um, I'll, I'll go. So... I should say, first of all, that it's a real joy to experience these things together. Um, yes, exactly. This is now the second time that we've done this. Third time. Third time. Third time, mm-hmm. Dan. Third time. Don't forget we've done the this twice. We've done this twice before um, with uh, Color Out of uh, Space and uh, Lighthouse, where we watched something together before we cast it about it. So
1: we actually, Actually, this the... is the
2: fourth time, technically, because what? Jaws, man. Jaws.
1: Mhm.
2: Do we watch Jaws together? I thought we... Didn't we watch Jaws together? We did not. Okay. Oh, we just watched oh my Jaws recently. Dan. Unless... Unless Dan and Barra, you two watched it together... No, no, I thought we Hello. watched it... I thought we watched <laughs> it... I thought we watched Jaws as a, as a cast. Oh, no, this is me watching Jaws with my cousins. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I... <laughs>
3: Not, not, not a never problem. Never be
2: sorry, Vera. Because be I, I watched it, like, with, w- with my cousins, and then after that we did the Man Eater Jaws cast, too. Um, anyways, the floor's back to you, Dan. Yes. Yeah, it was right around the same time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was right
3: around the same time. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this is a, we watched this together over the course of a couple of nights. So, first of all, um, it was shorter than I was expecting, I'm used to the Japanese serial you know, 20, 20 something episodes uh, so this was a little shorter than I was expecting. Also, as I've discussed with you all, it was a lot more gory and violent than I was expecting and I went, I mm-hmm. went into this totally totally open-minded totally had no I, I knew what some of the character designs looked like and I knew it was based on like rock bands, like the names and things like that were themed after it. But that's literally all I knew about JoJo's really um, so I went into this really, really fresh faced Didn't even know it was super violent, which I guess is like a thing people know before they watch it. And I also don't watch a ton of anime. Like, I, I do watch some anime from time to time. I'm a, you know, I watch One Piece, so that's all I have time for. But <laughs> the, <laughs> but, 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 but I don't watch a ton of anime series. So for me, that, that that's the perspective here. And I really quite enjoyed my time with Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. I, It, it was... Utterly ridiculous in the way that I that I typically enjoy utter ridiculousness, where nothing is taken too seriously. But it also keeps moving, like it, it 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 the action moves forward, things continue to happen at a good clip. You know, it it has moments where it quiets down, but it's it's in the service of keeping the story moving forward. I didn't feel like my time was wasted. As I, have, as I have with other anime, that's why I bring that up. I enjoyed um, the characters, even though a lot of them fit to fairly traditional archetypes for characters. I enjoyed them. Um, I hope that we see Speedwagon in f- for future seasons of JoJo's in whatever iteration we may get him. And I think I've said enough for the time being, so I'm going to pass it to Barra to get his thoughts.
2: So, here's the thing. The Triss did show me the opening the like, the opening few episodes of Fana Blood uh and some other opening seasons of other JoJos previously. And uh I will say that then and now I definitely enjoyed a lot of the opening episodes of JoJo's. Um a lot of my jo- enjoyment of this I think has been as like a group thing, like getting to experience Allie and Triss's enthusiasm about it, getting to like, you know, discover <laughs> This with Dan has been great. Um, I will say that, like, I definitely I think enjoyed the beginning episodes of of JoJo's a bit m- of this season a bit more. I think maybe because like they were a little more, I guess, grounded and self content I mean, still like over the top and ridiculous, yeah. but uh, mm-hmm. it's still there's still definitely like you know I appreciate like the Dickensian nasty little uh, drama war between Dio and JoJo. And, well, I definitely have appreci- appreciated the fights, and I love Joe, uh, John, uh, I, I, it's, it's, this is Jonathan Joestar right now, correct? This is Jonathan Joestar. Yes, jo- jo- I love that Jonathan Joestar is a stand-up and decent person, and just, like, the best boy throughout it, uh, but I don't necessarily know if it was just me watching television, whether I would, like, at this point, at least with this JoJo's, like, they have, like, been hooked into it. I think that this is something where, again, you know, like, it is, for me, why I'm on this journey of Mayways is because I get to experience it with friends and get to have that kind of, like, inside thing. So, even when it just gets up to be a bit fight-heavy, uh, I still have you all to, like, you know, like, walk me through that and bounce things off and to have, like, banter and stuff and like, the more, like, you know, quieter space. So, I mean, yeah, I guess the thing is, like, I oh, definitely gonna... like the beginning more... Than the end, but and middle part. But I have still enjoyed the experience overall, and I love the character design and the music, and the beefiness is wonderful. What you're saying, Tris? Yes. So,
0: so it, you're really gonna like parts three and four then, if uh, because parts three and four are also ha, have larger casts, and it is there's a lot more that sort of like interplay between characters. So yeah, I think you're really going to enjoy parts three and four.
1: Yeah, um, I think especially four because four is a murder mystery.
0: Neat. Yes, and I
1: know how much you like murder mysteries, Barra. I
0: do. Um, so so speaking, let's let's talk about Jonathan for a little bit. So Jonathan is the first JoJo, and he is the pinnacle of gentlemanly manliness. He is the lawfulest, goodest Jojo.
1: Yep. The thing I love about Jonathan is he's like, and honestly about a lot of the protagonists, say maybe Jotaro, because he doesn't have this thing about him, but this sort of air of like like you said, like man, like gentle manliness. Like, they're never manly to the point where it's putting down people because of their sex or their gender. It's just... This is just how people are supposed to be. Like, Jonathan's whole thing is I'm going to be a good person because I want to be a good person and it's the right thing to do and that's how you make a good society is by being just a nice person. Like, there isn't a mean bone in that boy's body (laughs) whatsoever. He's got a heart full of gold and an ass full of dumb. Yep. And that's the important part is that we need to establish
0: that this sort of, like, golden example is is the one from whom every other protagonist descends. Sometimes in a very strange roundabout fashion. Pajorno. <laughs> um, but they are all the, everything comes from Jonathan. And a lot of the stuff that's going to continue onward also has to do or is because of Dio and that is why we do not skip Phantom Blood why Um, why would we I agree with you Bera that I some people skip parts because they're wrong because they are wrong and for and here's the thing is that if like Bera I agree with you that I also really like the first like three episodes four episodes of Phantom Blood more than the rest
2: yeah, they it is it, as a Dickensian drama, like the is interper- it's a lot stronger than a fight than as a fight anime.
0: Right. And the end fight of that of that first arc between with Jonathan and Dio in the mansion is so much more like high stakes because it's sudden and Jonathan is like I don't know what I'm fighting. Except that he's a vampire now.
2: He also has no powers. At... Jo- Jonathan also has yes. no powers other than his bravery and beef. The double Bs. Yep. Also that. Uh, also his belt. The triple Bs.
1: His amazingly bullet-resistant belt. Mm.
2: <laughs> uh, if only we can aspire to have as much triple B as that man.
3: Right. Um, I think the thing that. Uh, to your point, I, I agree, Bear. I think the first half is stronger, or at least the first few episodes are stronger, because of the the storyline is interesting. Uh, you know, is interesting, and as it goes forward, it becomes more about the combat. Mm. the The thing about it, though, is because it is so ridiculous, there aren't a lot of stakes to the combat. Mm. The people can get utterly annihilated and then just come back, and there there is there is yes, they they are not afraid. Uh, something that was made clear to us a couple times um, I think Tristan by you even uh, yes. as you were watching is that you're not afraid to kill off main characters but even still there's not the, this, the combat stakes aren't as high because it's so ridiculous there's not right. there's, there's not a whole lot of reality it's just things happen and sometimes you live and sometimes you die
0: mm-hmm. um, the, the stakes will get much higher after this part mm-hmm. uh, until you get to like part 5 sort of part four. Um, I thought part, part four was four just really a, stakes. yeah. I thought part four was just a murder mystery. So parts four and five introduce characters who have the ability to heal other characters. So things are simultaneously kind of higher stakes because all of a sudden the characters can take more punishment, but at the same time they're also kind of lower stakes because it's less likely for someone to get like horribly maimed and then be permanently out of the fight. But we'll get to those parts. We'll get to those parts. Mm. Um, The big thing I always like to say about part one, for anyone who's just beginning their journey, is even if you didn't really like part one, you will appreciate part one later. Because of how future parts will have callbacks to part one uh, especially especially around fucking Dio like, like making sure you start with part one so that you and going all the way through it is so important Be- because of how it ties into each other because it is a generational story um Actually, you know what, Allie, I'm I'm gonna turn things over to you a little bit here. I've been interjecting a lot, you've not really had a chance to speak.
1: Well thank you, Tristan. I uh I just wanna add on to that, yes, you you get to see a lot of like of the groundwork laid out in the later parts after you watch part one. And especially like when we were watching part one together, you pointed out the fact that out of all the JoJos, Jonathan is the only one that Dio refers to as JoJo. Yeah. and it's, it's really nice to go back and despite what an actual piece of shit Dio is it's nice to go back and watch what his original motivation is because much later in the series it just becomes like I'm gonna rule the world and I'm a bad guy ooga booga when he becomes <laughs> when in yeah. the beginning he comes from really shitty humble beginnings like mm-hmm. his dad is an alcoholic abusive piece of shit his, who drove his mother to death And I really like seeing that perspective of Dio, like, just trying to make the best for himself. But because of the kind of person that his father Dario is, he doesn't know how to do that while also being a good person. Right. Like, all he's ever learned is that to get what you want in life, you have to treat everybody like shit. Yep. And honestly, I kind of... I mean, you know, I can't go back 30 plus years and make Iraqi change things... But I really wish we'd gotten more about Dio's relationship with his mom because he just has a couple lines like the one line he has where he's like you drove mom to death or something like that and I'll always, he says something along the lines of like, and I'll always hate you for that or whatever and I really wish we'd been able to see some of that because we see his mom like very briefly in the beginning when the Joe Stars carriage overturns and Jonathan's mother dies so like, yeah. they both come from families with sad dead mom backstory like they're very the thing that I love about part one is it's very much that Dio and Jonathan are two sides of the same coin Mm -hmm. and it's all about upbringing and treating other people with respect so that they in turn will grow to be good people who respect other people but it's it's very much a story of nature versus nurture yes
0: Um, Because
1: you can look at Dio and say, oh, he's just bad because he was born that way. And it's like, he's clearly not, though. Right. He has has everything he needs to be incredibly successful. Like, he's got the manners and the... Like, there's this whole thing where they compare Jonathan and Dio, where Jonathan is very sweet and kind, but he is, like, not polite and has... Uh, sorry I can't talk he's not polite and he doesn't have good manners like the part where they're at dinner eating together and he's eating like a pig and Dio's you know prim and proper Mm -hmm. and a lot of that is also because Dio's had to learn to put on a facade to trick people into trusting
2: him Uh, Jonathan also is someone who doesn't necessarily have uh, who um, is not very good in social situations as well too like Dio's Mm -hmm. able to Mm -hmm. basically socially isolate him And, uh, and he's, yeah, and, and, uh, Jonathan's kind of helpless, uh, helpless through the, uh, helpless through that. Uh, I, I will say that, and maybe it's also just because, uh, you know, like the penultimate line, uh, of the, of the kick-ass beginning theme song, which the music in this is great. which is like a destiny for, I think it's a destiny forged by blood. And then like the cry, Joe, Joe makes me think that they're. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, and when you sing that, Allie it's gonna be my ringtone. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Uh, oh yes. Oh, uh, that's, I, that uh, <laughs> we will talk. We will talk about
0: that opening a bit more in depth in a second.
2: But the other thing uh, with though is is that like the the with um, the with, uh, with with Joe, with Joe it's like it does seem like that there is something where like that there is a bit of a born bad born good situation in there too, which. Is also not terribly uncommon from Victorian literature. Now, you don't necessarily have to interpret it that way, and I think that we, as people oh, who are I'm not, glad you brought that up. What no, no, and 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 we as and as we who are not eugenicists. And by the way, I don't think Iraqi is either. I think that a lot. Oh no, of no, that no, no, no.
0: There, there's something I, I specifically want to bring up about the whole quote unquote "born
2: bad" idea. Right, but yeah, um, especially around Victorianism. But right, but we'll, but just I'll, I'll to, to put a pin on that. But um. Uh, but because, but I definitely, because I think a lot of that thing is maybe because he's taking inspiration from uh, from from that kind of thought process back there. But it's definitely like a subtextual thing. Like regardless of intent, I think it's in the text, and you can choose to take as much emphasis mm-hmm. or not, or just like ignore it. But I think it is. Uh, it's it, it's it's an interest. It's an interesting facet into that. But Triss, you were saying about the Victorians. Uh,
0: okay. Okay. So. I'm gonna put this out here. I want to okay. get your takes on it. Uh-huh. This is it is the theory that Dario Brando is not Dio's biological father. That that Dio is a bastard. What? So his mom pretty damn hot. Yes. Dio pretty damn hot. Also, blonde. Neither Dario nor his mother were blonde. Okay. So, theory that Dio was born out of wedlock because his mother cheated on Dario with someone else. Who would be. Who knows?
3: <laughs>
2: I anybody. thought you were getting to a specific
0: character. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about the idea that that Dio is a is illegitimate, mm-hmm. not from his father's side, but from his mother,
1: mm.
0: which is part which may have been why, say, Dario drove his, his mother to suicide, treated him like a piece of shit, but also has that quote unquote born bad.
2: Uh, see, I was just thinking what you were saying is that you were gonna tell me that there's uh, a well thought out JoJo's theory that um, uh, Dio that um, Dio is a bastard Joestar. Um, right, that's what I was getting. I like, was like, "Ooh, for please them. tell me, tell me, give, give me the give me the receipts for this. I want it. I want it." I'm sure no, the fic no, out, out there is, exists. This is straight out of
0: my head, and I'm surprised no one else has thought of it before. Um, but yeah, the my the theory uh, that that partly why Dario hated Dio so much and treated him and his mother like so much It was not just because he was a terrible person, but because his wife cheated on him and got pregnant and had Dio. And that part of Dio's being born evil is also part of the, uh, Victorian, uh, prejudice against people born out of wedlock
3: I think I think once Dio puts on the mask I think that's when the the season turns I think for me <laughs> yeah, yep I think that's when it turns from being this that, that story to being more of like a combat type show now does the what do you think the mix is going forward is it a dependent on the season is it more story driven more combat driven what are your thoughts so it definitely depends on the part um there is always a
0: fair mix of story um but certain parts are definitely more heavily focused on one or the other like I would say part 4 is way more story focused uh part 3 the first half is definitely more combat focused um part 2 kind of keeps up the same balance I would say Um, But a lot of the story elements For part 3 are Sort of interpersonal Storytelling moments
1: I'd say 5 is very combat focused But that's kind of the nature Of the season because there's all this shit With the uh, Italian mafia Mm -hmm. Uh, um, And would you say That season
3: 3 is really the one Like, if, if If you just go up to somebody and say Jojo is that the season that come you think comes to mind for most people? Because that's when yes. it that takes place. Yeah, 30s, right. Yeah,
1: that's a yes. lot of times the season that people tell others to start with. But again, I think you miss a lot of really interesting context and uh, information if you skip parts one and two. Mm-hmm. It.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I got also
0: skipping part also skipping part two. You skip a lot of Joseph, and he's my favorite Joe star.
2: Well, I, I get another question that I got though is that that like, isn't like one of the big things with with three is is that like you get the whole like impact of holy shit Dio's back. Uh like and doesn't that end back in a very specific way that like I think doesn't land as hard if you didn't know who Jonathan was and about their conflict?
1: Oh very much so yes. Very much so it's a lot again like you know to each their own but You shouldn't I will never ever tell somebody to skip parts one and two. Ever
2: what's uh, so Ali uh I've got a serious question for you are you ready for this yes what is your, you know we're starting with one uh what is your favorite of the uh of of, of the jojo's animes released so far and is there a difference between uh, that and the I manga have to for you?
1: say it's of the anime release so far it's four followed very closely by five mm And then I have a very soft spot in my heart for Phantom Blood.
2: Nice. And what about? I mean, I
1: like them all. Nice. They're all really good in their own right, but Four really clicked with me because one, I love a lot of the uh, character interactions Mm -hmm. in Four. It's very much more like character focused and personal stories focused. And again, it's like it's a murder mystery set in a small town. Oh yeah. What's not to love about that? Let's let's not spoil too much though, Mm because
0: oh yes we want oh yes to
1: get it. that um, is all i will say about the plot about four does do, you, do, um, do your
2: preferences for anime chain well but between anime and manga do you have a pro a favorite pro is it the same with the manga as well
1: no uh part six is my favorite excellent in the manga mm-hmm. and then it's pretty much the same order
2: nice um, and i'm
1: sure as soon as part six it becomes animated it will become my favorite part
2: mm, okay. nice um, what about uh, what about you, Trish? What are your favorites for both anime and manga specifically? So my favorite part,
0: regardless of adaptation, is has to be uh, Battle Tendency Part Two because I just I love Joseph. He is such a fun protagonist. Um. After the, now, I was kind of spoiled on Part Four. A bit because my first introduction to Part Four were terrible, awfully translated Scanlations. Mm. Um, like just just terrible. Like they they are they are meme level bad. Like like Part Four translations being terrible is a meme, is how bad those translations were. Um, I think the best, like objectively the best part is probably Steel Ball Run in terms of like pacing and character development and art and what have you but part two is still definitely my favorite. I'm also a huge sucker for the second half of, of part three mm. uh, because part three especially the ending of part three is such a glorious payoff um uh, there are also definitely parts, uh, some segments of part four I really liked. Part five never really clicked with me.
3: And have you read part six?
0: Of course. And part seven. And as much of part eight as I can.
2: Part eight is weird.
1: Part eight's very strange. It's very strange. Is he putting like out
2: part s- eight on a regular basis or no at this point? Yes. Oh, wow. So he yeah, hasn't part eight George R.R. Martin then. He's actually still producing regularly.
0: Yep. Um, nice. and part 8 has been going on for quite a while. Um, and there's still like no real like villain you can point to. It's Part Part 8 is definitely bizarre. And I think I th- really think he's using it as a test bed to see where he wants to take the rest of the series.
1: Yeah, I can so, definitely see
0: that. So he's trying out a lot of different things, and it's like,
1: well, yeah, this
0: doesn't really feel quite right. So I'll just end this story arc, and we'll try another one. <laughs>
3: okay, interesting. <laughs>
1: that
3: feels like the entirety of One Piece, but anyway, well, that's the that's a story for another day,
2: or yeah. for the um, ten part One Piece cast. Yeah,
3: <laughs> ten, ten parts. Oh, ten parts. Don't be so. Don't be so optimistic, my friend. Oh wait, that's no. like a
0: hundred episodes of anime to one podcast.
2: <laughs> well, I'm sorry. That means realistically, a hundred part. Actually, at this pace, yeah, that's a hundred part podcast about One Piece. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, that is its own podcast. If you guys want to
0: start your own One po- One Piece cast. One cast
1: piece? Be my guest. I will not yeah. partake. <laughs> you can go but, do that.
2: But, but, Ali, I just have, uh, three words for you. Yago. Yes. Yago. Yago.
1: <laughs> I just, look, I can't do long anime anymore. I'm getting too old.
2: Yeah. My uh, JoJo's is the exception. Hey, Al don't give it up, Ali. Don't give it up, Tristan. Don't give it up, Dan. Give it up, give it up.
0: <laughs> like, man, I can't even keep up... I can't even keep up with fucking Food Wars anymore. God, the fifth season of that is airing now. I will say Five that one of, Food one of
2: the things that, in addition to just liking a race in general, that I'm enjoying is also the feeling that I will know at the end, after 24 episodes this will be concluded and then I will be able to have judged it and it's just and, and, and yeah. digested it. And yeah. stuff. Like it, it feels good to know that's like, okay, yes, this is, I am watching, I, I am committing to a story that I know I can watch in a reasonable amount of time and then have thoughts about and uh, talk to Ali about.
3: Yeah. There's something to be said for that. That's for sure.
2: A hundred percent. So,
0: so we've talked a bit about, about Phantom Blood And our thoughts on it. We haven't talked about, you know, that time Dio made a woman eat her own child. (sighs) Or those weird dog people.
1: (laughs) I love the weird dog people so much. Or
0: the fact that Jack the Ripper was filled with knives and hiding inside a horse.
1: Or the man who had snakes for a head. Yep, or the man who had snakes for a head. Because, you know, the Doobie brothers were well known for having snakes snakes for their heads.
3: (laughs) We haven't talked about the fact to that note. That almost every character is named after like a musician in a rock band,
0: yep. or a rock band itself. And that's partly why it's really important that you guys are watching it with us, so that we can tell you what the correct names are. Right. Because uh, they've had to change a lot of that uh, in the subtitling. Now, um, what I want to what I want to know about right now or what I want to move on to to sort of wrap up our quick discussion of Phantom Blood is how did you feel about the final fight well I mean I say final fight but I don't mean the one on the boat um the final fight between Jonathan and Dio in terms of strategies what worked what didn't um what 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 parts of the of that battle really stood out to you as
2: like really smart or really dumb Uh, i'm just gonna say this thing with uh and i'm gonna blaspheme the anime pope here and by anime pope i mean jeff do my mother's basement who i adore and who like you is a big jojo's fan and at one point when he was like explaining why he loves jojo's he was saying that like really everything is like fair and it all like you know figures out and well, I can see how this technically does transpose onto that final fight, where like you know you go up the Haman and then the ice, and they figures out how they wind around it. Like, yes, there is. If you um if you put if you draw lines etc. you can you can see it here. But it still also felt like this is a, two characters pulling stuff out of their butts and eventually one triumphs. Um, and oh, maybe yeah. it's just because like stakes and and uh, tension and the reintroducing of a random kid, the introducing a random kid and these two figures who are not historical figures come in. It's just like, at that point, like, I was it it had it properly built up like, you saw the rules for for Haman, but like I wasn't com- as compelled by it. Whereas is it like, all the fights in the Dickensian stuff before he got Haman Breathing, I was a lot more, like, I was a lot more invested in that whole, in the fight in the mansion than I was the fight in the castle. Mm-hmm. Even, and again, even though I appreciate that, like, he sets up rules, and then uh, Jonathan technically beats Dio within those rules, it's still a thing, just like, overall still the feeling of pulling stuff out of butt. Um, so that was my, my thoughts around that, um, but what were what were your thoughts on, on, on that on that damage?
3: Um, pretty much the same I there's a lot of there's a lot of combat in anime that is similar I think about I don't know I, 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 there's a lot uh, that are like that where it's it's not really s- exactly smart it's interesting and it's fun and it's ridiculous but it's kind of just it almost it almost feels like and I think I said this while we were watching the show and it, during one of the fights before it it feels like They said, "Okay, we are here. How do we get to? How do we get from A to B?" And they made something up. Okay, now we want to get from B to C. How do we get there? And then they make something up, and it's it's totally ridiculous. Like the putting the, you know, he slices him down the middle, but it doesn't kill that kill him. But he turns him to ice. But JoJo lit his sword, put his sword in the fire behind Dio, so it lit on fire. But then that didn't work.
1: (laughs) It's just like (laughs) it's just
3: like it kind of reminded me in that way a little bit of like when you get further into Death Note and they just start doing all these like crazy scenarios or something like. Then
1: I'll take a chip and I'll eat it. Right? Exactly. No, no, no. Not even
0: that. The I'm going to accurately plan out right. my own actions for the space of several months under the right. assumption that I will lose my memories right. of being Kira and make sure I can properly set it up so that I can remember it at a very specific right. moment in time.
3: Right. Or 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 something like Yu-Gi-Oh, where he just pulls this like random card out at the last second, or something happens, or, or just stuff like that. That that's really how I felt about that that combat. And I agree with Barris' point that I think the the fighting has more meaning um, earlier on when they're fighting more simply in the mansion.
0: So, I will tell you both that what you really liked about the mansion fight will come back. Um, part Part one is, and to an extent part two, um, is Araki figuring out Kind of what the rules are. Mm. Ditto the first half of part three, which introduces a new power system. Got it. The second half of part three and on has much more clearly defined rules Mm. of each fight. And that makes each battle closer to the sort of high stakes like very specifically this is what this can do this is what that can do of that mansion fight
3: right because we didn't even get to the end where he then funnels Hamon right through Dio's body and then Dio cuts cuts his own
1: own cuts his own head off (laughs) like you do
0: like you do Uh, (laughs) let's also not forget eye lasers yeah Oh
3: that's right. He uses eye lasers. The juking
0: eye lasers. Yep. And just, just that wonderful moment of putting himself his two halves back together and he's talking and then he realizes he's a little bit askew and just sort of fixes it.
1: There's a the thing that I really also love about Dio just as a villain in general is especially at by the end of part 1, he's just so completely evil. Like yeah. it oh, is. Oh yeah. It's really I don't know if cathartic is... Not cathartic, it's very satisfying to see a villain who is just straight up, yep, I'm really fucking evil. Uh, come get me. <laughs> I've thrown away my humanity. Yeah, yeah completely. Because in his eyes, humanity failed him. Yeah. So fuck it. And I
3: think I like that about a, a villain, but we all, he was also set up to be a little bit more tragic. And I think by doing that, you remove some of that
0: but again it's his becoming so fucking evil was all by his own choice
1: yeah it wasn't anything anyone forced him to do
0: right he decided that he couldn't achieve his goals as a human and so he would have to cast away his humanity and he did so
3: right but you also have his upbringing you know we've had the nature versus nurture conversation already so i'm yeah. not going to belabor that right. you know he we see before he puts the mask on that he's struggling with alcoholism like much like his quote-unquote i'm gonna say quote-unquote father to appease you tristan (laughs) (laughs) so there's there's more to it than that i i I think
1: well and i think especially at the end um when you have the scene with jonathan i almost said joseph jonathan and dio at the bottom of the boat as it's sinking and jonathan won't let dio go he's holding him as he's dying and is still referring to him affectionately. He's like, you know, even though you're immensely fucked up, I still really care about you. Mm -hmm. And I kind of... I'm very... As much as I love Super Evil Dio, at the same time, I kind of miss that nuance with him. But I think later seasons of JoJo don't work if he's super-duper evil, because he's (laughs) does some really horrible things. Oh, God, yes. Um, Mm. And let's also not forget
0: that part... Because we haven't talked about best waifu at all. Um, mm-hmm. Let's not forget that part one also gives us the perfect example of someone who is born in the shit. Is given the hand up and takes it and runs with it. And that is Speedwagon. Speedwagon. Most definitely. When Speedwagon is introduced, he is the leader of a gang of fucking cutthroats. In the seediest part of London. Ogre Ogre Street, Street. baby. Yeah. (laughs) And the difference is that with Speedwagon, you get the impression that he has aspired to be more than he was, but was never given the opportunities until he meets Jonathan. Because he meets Jonathan and realizes that this is a man who is literally willing to risk life and limb for the sake of his family and that is what prompts Speedwagon to basically call off his gang and befriend Jonathan so Speedwagon is the perfect example of what Dio could have been
2: if Dio hadn't been such a such a miserable piece of shit i mean i think it so it's it's definitely and again i think that that whole dynamic between the two of them is definitely the most interesting i will also say that i'm not someone who doesn't who like dislikes all anime fights i mean recently as in like this year i started like watching anime again uh with my friend alex and On the reg, and I will say that like My Hero Academia and uh, Demon Slayer, both have really compelling and really interesting fights that, even if someone Demon Slayer is great. Oh yeah, no, no, it's just like oh my god, they have like they're beautifully animated. They combine the action is very much combined with the drama and the story. I mean, you know, like anybody, I I would recommend My Hero, just for. The ability to go through several seasons and then truly know what United States of Smash is, which is beautiful. Uh, but yeah, Demon Slayer is just like every single fight is just gorgeously mm-hmm. animated. It's like, oh my gosh, this is if so you, pretty. Vera, if you like
0: that, you should watch the other stuff by UFO Table, UFO Table. Oh
2: really? What 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 are yeah. where are some other stuff that they do? Fate. Oh, you mean the- they
0: are the primary studio behind every anime. Within the Fate franchise.
2: Oh, you mean the one where it's and like Demon Slayer big titty was Ka-Kullin like and Big Titty King Arthur? That Fate? Kakulin's not <laughs> is not big titty. Kakulin has abs for days. Oh, Cucullen's a man. Um, in it? I thought all of them were women. Oh yeah,
0: nope, no no, just some of them.
2: I stand corrected. Um,
0: um, but Fate, so so UFO table has been doing basically nothing but Fate stuff for years. Demon Slayer was there was like one part of the finally like coming out from like the bedroom panting and like soaked with sweat like please please type moon I need a break (laughs) you're writing me too hard I can't okay I need to try something else (laughs) but but fate especially uh, unlimited blade works and fate zero have some amazingly animated fight scenes. And, like I said, it's the same team that did Demon Slayer, so... Um, So now, lastly... Lastly, the end of Phantom Blood. So, when Phantom Blood ends, our protagonist, Jonathan Joestar, has died. He is sinking to the bottom of the ocean, cradling the severed head, still alive head, of Dio, as the ship sinks and burns. His new wife, Ar- Ariana Pendleton, now Ariana Joestar, has escaped in, with, floating away, in Dio's coffin, carrying a young du- a young girl. And the next Joestar. In her womb. Let's just get that out of the way.
1: I thought you were going to say in her tummy for some yeah. for one second, yeah. and I don't know why. <laughs> no, I thought he was going to say <laughs> that too. I'm so I was just trying to think like of the best way to say it. It's just like, no, nah, no. Nah. Womb. The correct word is womb. You did yeah. good.
0: Um. And she was eventually res- rescued off of the Canary Islands. So my question to Dan and Bera is, where
2: do you think it will go next? Well, what do you think's going to happen in part two? I've seen little bits of that you and other people have showed from part two. Um, so, so I know let's look but at what Dan. Do you think. So, Dan. Dan, what's your guess?
0: Well, where could this possibly go in the future?
3: Well, the severed head is floating into the water with Jonathan Joestar down to the depths of the ocean which means Dio's still alive so maybe he does take Jonathan's body after all and rise up again I don't know I'm guessing and the the next seri- the next season is going to focus on um the, uh, the person in Erina's tummy uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh did I'm sorry, you, her what, Dan? Her, her tummy. Her tummy. Her, her what? Her tummy. Her belly. Her belly. <laughs>
1: uh, I hate everything. <laughs> um,
3: and, uh... I, did, you, did we say who that was already? We do not know who that is. Okay. Well, it's gonna be the next JoJo, for sure. Faux show. I just don't know who that is. <laughs> but it's going to be the next Joe Joe is going to have to stop. I don't know his own dad. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, you'll just have to wait and father. What's that? You'll just have to find out. I guess Dan.
3: Nice.
2: Yeah. All right. I'm excited to continue this journey with you all. And, uh, oh my
0: God! I am. So, I can't wait. I can't wait till Battle Tendency. I love Battle Tendency it's... so much. It's so fun. Yeah, it's so fun. Ah, oh. all right.
2: Yeah. Good. So, oh. Uh, Good. What? I guess, uh, Dan. What else are you working on besides Tanaka Cast? Uh, unless Triss or Ellie are. Dan, you guys have other things that we want to talk about in terms of JoJo's at the moment
0: I've covered most of the stuff I want to cover it, like like I said, we've talked about part one, and part one is the shortest part um, it moves very quickly I mean, we could talk about Zapelli. Huh? oh
1: Zapelli.
0: what a weirdo what a weirdo what um,
1: an absolute weirdo.
0: So Araki, I love him. Araki has said that he very specifically set out to make Zapelli a weird character. Um, because he wanted the audience or the readers to be like, Is this guy on the up and up? Or is he just like a really convincing con man? Mm. Um, because he wanted to create a character that was different from the usual sort of martial arts mentor characters that were basically the old master trope cuz remember this is ni- 1987 right and so there's still a lot of genre stuff that is very I want to say stereotypical um because it wasn't as diverse of a field as it is now um but remember Zappelli did have to fight his own dad <laughs> and basically survive until d- sun
2: until daytime that would be a traumatic experience to say the least oh yeah i definitely yeah, think for for me Zappelli
3: was out, more out of place i think there there was a place in my in my mind for the others Zappelli while being integral to passing along the Hamon to... I've passed
1: on my life energy right. to you, Jojo. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it, it, for that reason, you know, important. But the character itself, the arc wasn't as there for me, I guess, in the, the context yeah. of, the, of the greater story.
0: So, so, part seven. I'll just tell you this now. Uh, so part seven is a different retelling of set in the same time period as Phantom Blood mm-hmm. in a sort of alternate timeline and and Baron Zapelli makes a sort of a reappearance as a different version of himself in that mm-hmm. and he is a c- critical character throughout part seven and is one of the primary Joe Bros for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, so if so, he will come back in a later part, a little different than you remember, but with way more character development.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would agree that like with with Jan, that in this part Zepelli seemed more out of place. Like he created. Uh, I think that's mostly just because like him they also been like him putting the Haman focus into the uh, into the show, kind of like change it from, like, the focuses that I felt the most compelling. Although, I will say that the first Hammond fight with, like, the glass of wine and Jack the Ripper and the North Wind makes the Viking was very cool. That, uh, that mm-hmm. probably was my, that was definitely, I think, my favorite Hammond energy fight in the show.
0: The idea, well, and, and that even ties into, you know, the North Wind makes the Viking, you know, the idea that um, adversity creates heroes mm. is a big part of part one even even as early as those first three episodes mm. because what do we see is that every time you beat the shit out of Jonathan Joestar he just gets beefier Mm. Jonathan Joestar is the epitome of, of what doesn't kill me. Makes me kick more ass. Ah, <laughs> uh. and really, and that actually. So that actually leads me to think. Now, what would Jonathan have been like, had Dio, never been adopted?
2: I mean, maybe that's a story that Iraqi will tell.
0: I, I think because you know we see Jonathan at the beginning and he's kind of you know kind of awkward ill temp uh, ill-mannered you know I, I I almost think that if it weren't for Dio pushing him he probably would have just turned into like a layabout piece of garbage noble
1: I kind of I agree with you on that Tristan I really do
3: yeah I agree with that too I think it's a, that's a inter- interesting point you know, you wouldn't have had the rise of Dio as he is probably either but you certainly wouldn't have had the rise of Jonathan so they kind of play off each other in that way Mm
1: -hmm.
3: the spirit of competition
0: yep man, part one is still really good oh hell yeah alright any last thoughts people want to talk about or themes ideas they want to bring up for me all right so what's so wrapping things up uh, who has other topics they want or here let's let's do our let's do our usual plugs Barra uh, if people really like
2: what really like you which they should
0: where can they find more of your stuff?
2: They should read the Daily Hampshire Gazette newspaper and support some local journalism and also uh, look at what we're doing at the Pioneer Valley News Guild. Uh, as well as the workers who work there. Um, so, I would, so yeah, definitely take a look out at that. Uh, also, check out the Tanaka cast. It's something that uh, Dan and I mm-hmm. are very brightly proud of and very excited. And uh, if you want to see another side of us uh, and want to enjoy some baseball, it is a, it's a baseball fans and lovers podcast for sure.
1: Allie, what's up with you? You can always find me on the Hellbird website twitter.com. <laughs> it's a Hey Linda Linda which you can also find on spoilermedia.net.
0: Yep. You can also find all your the episodes of this podcast, several of our articles, and links to both Ally to Ally's Twitch, my Twitch, which is available at the Millennialist with an underscore. Um which I'll hopefully be doing a lot more stuff on now that I finally actually have Windows installed and we will be getting a new monitor at the end of this month so I can actually play stuff. Um, and then Dan, what up with you?
3: Uh, no, I'm just going to use this my opportunity to plug SpoilerMedia.net as well. You can reach out to us. There's a contact form uh, if you have any questions or want to recommend something for us to watch or play. Um, always always new things for us to try and talk about. Uh, let us Please know. Please drop us a line.
0: Please.
3: And again, you can find us like anywhere. like iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, although I think Google Play is going bye-bye or something's going on with them. Uh, Google
0: Play is going away to be replaced by YouTube music.
3: Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so you can find us in a bunch of spots. Um, RSS mm-hmm. feed, if you're that cool. We're there.
0: Alright. So, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, We've hoped you've enjoyed this maybe we've inspired you to actually watch parts one and two if you were a part skipper and we hope you will tune in next time for jojo's bizarre podcast part two podcast tendency (laughs) until then good night everybody